the fifth reading. Nonetheless, once you have wholeheartedly accepted Hashem's providence and are therefore free of anxiety over the future, you may seek to discover what the future holds. But whereas these nations whom you are disposing hearken to diviners of auspicious times, illusionists and stick diviners, as for you, Hashem, your God, has not abandoned you to these methods. Rather, in order for you to enable to obtain his guidance, Hashem, your God, has given you, in contrast, to stick diviners who divine using tools, the Urim and Tumim, which is on the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol, through which he will communicate to your king regarding issues of national importance. And in contrast to diviners of auspicious times and illusions, he will appoint a prophet who hails from amongst you from your brother's like I am one of you. Moshe is one of you. You must hearken to him for the prophets for every generation will serve in my stead as your intermediaries with Hashem. This arrangement will accord with everything you asked Hashem your God at Mount Horev, Sinai, on the day of the assemblage when you said that you prefer to hear the Torah through an intermediary. Therefore, I prefer not to continue to hear the voice of God, you said, and not to see any great fire anymore. Which is interesting that we had the option as Jews to learn directly from God and see him, and we chose otherwise. And Hashem said to me, they have done well in what they have spoken. I will continue to communicate through you while you are alive, and after you die I will authorize a prophet from them, for them from amongst their brothers like you. So, Yes, I have, I'll arrange a prophet as uh, like you. I will place my words into his mouth and he will speak to them all that I commanded him to tell the Jewish people. Whoever does not hearken to my words, which he speaks in my name, I will exact punishment. This applies even to a prophet who doesn't listen to his very own prophecy that he's saying. But a prophet who intentionally says something in my name that I did not command him to say that prophet must be tried in court and if found guilty, he must die. If you say to yourself, how will I know that the word of the prophet is true? And that's what God spoke. If the prophet speaks in the name of Hashem, prophesizing something favorable and the thing does not transpire, does not come to pass, you will know Hashem did not say this. The, pra- the prophet has spoken of it wrongly and basically from a wrong place. You must therefore not be afraid of him, of basically punishing him. Hashem never retracts a good promise. He only retracts a negative one sometimes, which again is a powerful thought on the idea of Mashiach. Hashem promised that the good thing will come, so it's impossible for him to cancel. Next, cities of refuge. As you know, Hashem commanded to designate six cities of refuge. The purpose of these cities is to shelter unintentional murderers whose close relatives of the victim are allowed to kill him if they find him outside the city. I've already designated three such cities in the territory on the east of the Jordan. When you cross over the Jordan and Hashem takes away those nations, you must designate three more cities in the midst of your land. Prepare for yourself the way to these cities by posting signs pointing the way to them at every crossroad. Divide the length of your land which Hashem has given you so that the three cities are equivalent from one another in distance and from the border, so it will be convenient for every unintentional murderer to flee there. 
and wide open roads. This is the case in which the unintentional murderer may flee there whenever he strikes to death a person unintentionally who he did not hate in times past. As when a man goes with his fellow into the forest to chop wood and his hand swings the axe to fell the tree and either the iron flies off the handle or the axe is blown to the tree, causes a chunk of the wood to go flying and it reaches his fellow and he dies. That's manslaughter, unintentional murder. He must flee to one of these cities and then he can live. Hashem commands you all this to designate multiple cities and make them sufficiently accessible lest the blood avenger pursue the killer while the avenger's heart is still hot and overtake him because the way to the city of refuge is too long and he strikes him to death although he was not deserving of death for he did not hate the victim and it was not premeditated but the relative was so hot-headed. Therefore, I command you, saying, you must designate these cities. When in the future Hashem will expand the territory in the coming of Mashiach, and He gives you the lands of Ammon, Moab, and Edom, which He said He would give you, then you must um, make even more. Provided that you safeguard this commandment completely by studying how to perform it properly, enabling you to then indeed perform it properly, namely, the commandment that I'm commanding you today to love Hashem your God, to walk in his ways for all time. And if you do all that, then Mashiach will come and you will add three cities in addition to these three in Canaan, so that innocent blood of the unintentional murderer not be shed in the midst of your land that Hashem is giving you. Thus, there will eventually be nine cities of refuge, three to the west of the Jordan, three to the territory I already gave to Reuven, God, and half of Menasha, and three on the east in the territory of Ammon, Moab, and Edom that we did not inherit today as of yet, which is pretty much Jordan, Syria, that area. But if a man hates his fellow and as a result of his hatred lies in wait for him, premeditated murder, and strikes him mortally and then flees to the other city, the elders of the city must send emissaries and have them take him from them, from their city and deliver him to the hands of the blood avenger. You must not pity him a Jew who does intentional murder. You must rather in this way eliminate the injustice caused by the shedding of blood of the innocent murder victim from Israel, and it will go well for you. Now you might ask, why when Mashiach comes will there need to be cities of refuge? Nobody's going to kill. So there's interesting debates about it, and one of the answers is for the people who before Mashiach came had done manslaughter, and while they wait for justice to see if what happened, they will go to these cities of refuge. Sorry, but we'll have to wait for Mashiach to come to actually see this all play out.